and welcome to Fans of the Genre 34 for July 17th, 2017. I'm Brian Swanson. I'm Mikey Krieger. And I'm Rhodes Stark, King of the North. <laughs> wow, we didn't think of that sooner. It's pretty good. Um, how are you guys doing today? I know, you're going to die. Good. I mean, I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm still riding high off Game of Thrones right now. I... I looked over at Grace when we were watching that, uh, the premiere of Game of Thrones season seven. And did she like the poopy? That was poopy. Poopy was pretty funny. There, but, there's um, so much poopy, Brian. What? Yeah, it's weird. There's, there's a, a scene though um, where uh, I don't really want to spoil that, I guess. But like, er, she was falling asleep. There's a really long scene in a an abandoned house. Yeah. Oh she yeah. She got a little sleepy. <laughs> Some poopy. No. no, this is a separate the, scene. I think the poopy's not the there. Poopy. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It was an okay uh, premiere, I guess. There's a lot of table did, setting. Did um, you watch any, um, like, any after the show? Like, Yeah, we watched all that. Um, but So I watched The Ringers. Um, just, I, think, I think it's called Talk the Thrones. It's the after show, like, talk show. Um, oh, actually, I don't watch oh, any of that stuff. That. I thought you meant the um, HBO stuff. Yeah, well, so it's the same people that did the HBO show. Um, like they they canceled the like the After the Thrones or whatever it was and like uh, Bill Simmons has a lot of connections from HBO and he just basically yeah. brought all of them to the ringer and so they're they're basically doing that same show but live on Twitter afterwards. Um, cool. uh, so that's like I didn't realize it while I was watching it, but that scene is like super like it's a callback. Um, and I didn't realize it until I watched them talking about it and like that scene like has so much more like gravitas to it. Um, mm-hmm. There, there's a lot. I'll, I'll text it to you. But um, okay, yeah, no, like there's a lot of things for it being a seven episode season. Like I felt like more needed to be done. Like any other season, that would have been like a totally serviceable like first episode. Yeah, um, and I, I still think it was really good. But uh, it, I was like, okay, that's one seventh of the season down. Mm-hmm. Like now really? there's only six yeah. more episodes left, and like. It's a lot, yeah. It's a lot of set dressing, not a whole lot of stuff that actually happens, um, except yeah, for just, except for the the cold open, which like that show I don't think yeah, has ever done. Was, no, it did one last season. Okay, uh, a cold um, open in the first episode too. Yeah, which is cool. Okay, so yeah. so it's the third time, and yeah. it's seventh season. Um, yeah, yeah, that that was probably the best part of the episode. But um, gosh, yeah, so good. I'm super excited. Yeah, uh, I feel going like, into this. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. I just feel like, you know, whenever people talk about Game of Thrones, like, the first couple episodes of any season are just like, okay, like, I'm thinking about the finale of the last season, this is just kind of mm-hmm. boring, and then all of a sudden it just, like, everything falls into place. They're really good about that. Yeah, no, like... It's true, yeah. Like, like um, last all the, season... All the table setting usually results in a, like, banger of a second-to-last episode, or a mid-season, or, yeah, like a mid-season battle or something, so... Yeah, like, like last season it was uh, about John and, like... Right. You know, the, the whole first episode is, like, you know, where he was at the end of the fifth season. And, mm-hmm. like, but then, like, episode two just automatically, like, just instantly kicks in and gets into right. overdrive. So that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. We did see some characters that haven't been seen in at least a season. Uh, so, like, it's it's going to be really cool. Like, they, they did do some interesting things. It's not just, like, it didn't go anywhere. But it's definitely, right. like, setting everything to, like really pop off totally yeah yeah we'll see I'm, what uh, I'm, I'm just a filthy book reader over here so uh, just oh, are you pretty salty 
Are you so, holding off on the uh, the show until he, f- he finishes the books? No, I read all the spoiler recaps every oh, okay. like sun- every Monday or whatever. Like, I just gotcha. don't care. Yeah, it's gonna uh, be different. I, I, there are a lot of differences, but like, yeah, salty. I was gonna say it's gonna take you like a year and a half to figure out what happened last season if you're waiting on the books. Yeah. No, no, I have given up the idea of like quote not being spoiled. But right. there are things that have happened in the books and characters that don't exist in the show that yeah. are very good. Like, I, I, for me, it's just, like, even though I don't, like, super, like, hyper-engage in, like, the live, like, tweeting of everything yeah. that's going on, it, it, there's something about being a part of such a large thing, especially, like, now in the age of Netflix, where, you know, I watched, um, oh, I forgot, like, a game, like, House of Cards, I think it was, like, I watched all in, like, a day and a half, yeah. and, like, then it's like, alright, waiting for everyone to catch up or finally get around to it, like, this is the one show... And, like, like, The Ringer had a good piece. Like, it's probably going to be the last show that we ever experience in this way. Um, unless Westworld, like, really takes off or, you know, something like that. Like, yeah. Like, The Walking Dead mm-hmm. isn't, isn't like, it has a similar thing, but isn't what Game of Thrones is. But, um, yeah, like, yeah. I, I get excited to, like, participate in this thing. Because, like, tomorrow at work, like, 80% of the office is going to be like, holy shit, last night on Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be hearing some of that in the office, too. Yeah. Um, one him, one thing I that right? I realized was that Jon Snow is a centrist who who doesn't take a stand and, and and believes in forgiving people for doing horrible horrible things. So it's really interesting. Well, like anyway. he's <laughs> like in this world, like it, it's pretty contrarian. Yeah. To to be fair, that's true. Actually, like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like it, it I can see like like I, I know exactly where you're coming from, but. Um, yeah. The, the fact I'm on, that he I'm should, on should, Team Sansa here. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm Team Sansa, yeah. that's for sure. I'm, I'm Team Arya. Like, yeah, hell yeah. Well, that's yes, obviously forever. Yes. Yeah. Um, and and even then, like, probably second is Bran. Like, yeah. So, like, those are Starks three and four for me. Yeah. I just so. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good talk. Rest in peace. Um, all right. Welcome to our video game podcast. Yeah. We, we, were, um, we were just talking about a game. The, the throne game <laughs> ah very good um i built a pc this week and you it works it. <laughs> that was the biggest thing that i was like freaking out about is that i would go through all yeah. of this and i would be like had to have to order new parts or like or something and uh no like pretty much out of the box um it works and there was like an issue that i had with ram and i think maybe it was just like a speck of dust I didn't see, and then I wiped it down a little bit, and it was fine. Everything works. That's great. How was the case? It was really tight for me when I built my PC. The Um, only thing that I don't like is the, um... Uh... From what I can tell, there isn't, like, great internal cable management, and all my cables are just sort of, like, mm -hmm. fucking everywhere. Um, And I think that, based on what I've, like, seen of other cases and other tutorials, like, the way this thing... The way, ca- the way cables would naturally flow in this one, it, there's no way to really manage it. It just seems Definitely. like... Um, but, I mean, the only way I can see it is, like, looking into the vents. So, um, I love it. I think the case is fine. I don't know... I don't have any other frame of reference. I thought it was easy to get in and out of uh, when I had to make changes. And, um, yeah, I think it, it looks, like, unannoying. There's just simple blue lights, so it's not, like, an annoying, like, gamer PC yeah. Case, you yeah. Know, so. so I have to ask, uh what's been played on it more? Uh Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or Nancy Drew? Um 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing is gamer. Because um, I'm, I'm looking at your Steam account and it, it is player unknowns, but okay, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's pull this. Let's pull this baby up. Um, yeah, uh, player unknowns have played 108 minutes somehow, and then Grace played about an hour of Nancy Drew today. Yeah. Um, Was it boring? Yeah. No, she likes those games. The, those okay. games are actually legitimately good. From from a, I've heard from a lot of people. Yeah, it's, just, it's a it's about like what you're interested in. Yeah. After the um, waypoint discussion on the Sherlock Holmes games, where apparently there's like a lot of like really good ones. Yeah. Um, I can't knock Nancy Drew, which is basic, like largely the same thing. Like I totally from, from as far as I can tell. Like, and what I think what kind of reignited this because over the time that we've been together, she sort of like will occasionally go on big fish games and, and buy an NC Drew game for her laptop. But uh, Giant Bomb ran this stream a couple weeks ago where the new girl, Abby, um, she, like, showed the guys Nancy Drew and, like, a couple of the games. And, you know, they were making fun of it a little bit. But, you know, hearing her talk about it, it was almost like verbatim stuff that I've heard Grace say. Um, and so I showed her that stream and we watched about an hour of it and I think that just sort of reignited an interest. But anyway, um, yeah, PC gaming. I think the PC. best part is being able to like, um, cause I've been without a PS3 for a while and I haven't had an Xbox 360 for a while. I was telling Mikey before we started recording that, um, there are games that I've been like wanting to revisit over the years that, um, I couldn't. Uh, or I didn't have the means to, and like one of those is Dark Souls. I was thinking about Star Wars Republic Commando. I've always wanted mm. to play Spec Ops The Lime, or <laughs> The Line, not The Lime. Um, I've always wanted to play Minerva's Den, uh, the Bioshock 2 DLC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The process of building the P- PC was really fun, too. Uh, yeah, now we can all play PUBG together if we ever wrangle the time to do it. Um, yeah. So... You put a you have a 1060 in there. How's that running yep. PUBG? Oh, okay, yeah. So PUBG thinks it can handle uh, everything on Ultra, but it's an unoptimized game um, from everything that I've read. And it on Ultra, if I like leave it on default, it uh, I've got the little like frames per second counter installed or the the Steam setting enabled. Um, it handles it like sometimes it runs at 60 but it dips quite a bit to like 40s mm. and then if i drop everything to high it's like 90 um, oh yeah okay and then it'll occasionally <laughs> drop to 60 so um but it never really goes below that unless there's a lot happening on the screen so do you have a 60 hertz monitor i think so okay so have you noticed any yeah. screen tearing a little bit okay yeah so that's like vertical sync issues you can turn on um, okay because your PC's processing the graphics a lot faster than the monitor can show. But that's right. great. I'm glad that it can show it really well. Play, yeah. play the game. Yeah, um, it's super cool. And I can't really speak to the like how other games look because I've been going back and playing old games that yeah. don't have good graphics. So. Yeah, how, how does the GameCube era um, Star Wars Republic Commando hold up? Uh, <laughs> uh, that game's weird. Uh, you can't aim down the sights, and for a game like it, it feels like you should be able to. Well, yeah, you can. That that wasn't implemented impl- uh, like implemented like wide stream for another few years after yeah, that probably, game. Yeah, like Call of Duty made that really popular. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like 05, I think is yeah. when like well 06 I believe is when Modern Warfare 
came that out. Or 07 or something, yeah. Yeah, and like, and that, that's when it was like, holy shit, like, this is the way to be playing video games. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are man. you ha- aiming from your hip, your hip over there? Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this, that, that was 05 was Republic Commando. Yeah. I don't but, know, man. Um, I'm, it, it just, the best part is that it, it runs well and there's like no more hassle. I will say that, like, as someone who's used a Mac for his entire life, like, opening up a, a, a laptop, a Mac laptop, everything works right out of the box. Yeah. And having to do all this shit, like, yeah, I didn't download a, or I didn't install a disk drive from my laptop or my PC because when am I ever going to use disks again? Oh, it turns out, like, to get drivers, or it might be easier to just use the drivers that came in the package. But no, you have to, like, connect to the internet and download all these drivers before you can get Wi-Fi. And then you have to... <laughs> Uh, I, there's just so much like random shit yeah, or, or that like, I don't like yeah. thinking about. Um, or yeah, like, yeah with, with like a Mac, it's like, oh yeah, like you don't need to worry about getting a wireless adapter or a Bluetooth adapter. Um, mm-hmm. Like there, there's a lot of things that are just like assumed and are just like a part of the box that like I never really even thought of like not coming in. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, like and it's it's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, like, yeah, not not so much like a complaint, but it's just more like. Oh, that's something that I was just taking for granted mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Like, I, I, I have a lot of games on my old list that I want to get to. Like, I want to... Uh, I'm probably going to get Dead Souls in the next couple of days. That's, um, oh, yeah, thank I you have that. I should play it. Yeah, I, I'm... Um, yeah, there are a few things that I want. Um, that, like, Tokyo 42, which I, I still think looks really cool, like the sheen of that game hasn't worn off for me yet. Um, yeah. And I really want to play The End is Nigh, um, the new game from Edmund McMillan. Yeah. Um, that looks so cool. But mm. it's supposed to be coming to Switch, and that it's like, yeah, that seems like the seems best like a way better to platform. Play. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to hold off while there's other things I want to play on PC. Um, right. But, yeah. Well, like, like, I, I'm thinking about, like, picking up Fallout New Vegas, because that was a game that I played through once, and mm-hmm. and now that, like, look, like, now that I know a little bit more about those games, like, remembering that they used to do more interesting things or like different things in the Bethesda. That was a game developed by Obsidian, not Bethesda proper. Yeah. So Bethesda was, game studios. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to go back and kind of like live in that for a little bit because I didn't, I wasn't crazy about Fallout four and I think that Obsidian would have done something different enough for me to like find value in there. Um, right. Yeah. So yeah. BC gaming, who to, who to thunk. Um, yeah. and now, and now I get to be that uh, that asshole that has a PC. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just excited yeah. that you have this, and you're like, yeah, gonna, it's gonna be a very solid like system for you for the next five years on like yeah. really good settings, and like at least ten years just like in general. So I know like, that was so yeah. We talked about this last week a little bit, so I ended up spending like pretty pretty much like way more than I thought I would, uh, way more than I set out to uh, when I was building <laughs> this. But I'm really glad I did because of those reasons, right? Like it'll. Yeah last a lot longer and you have a um, good foundation to build off of too so like if totally. you wanted to bump up something or add another hard drive like the, the that's just a great part yeah. about pc gaming yeah i think like i uh i upgraded my laptop a couple years ago with um with a solid state drive and then i took out that thing's disk drive and replaced that with my old hard drive from the laptop so i think i'm gonna like take out the old hard drive reformat it and see if I can put it in the PC just to have some backup. Yeah, um, totally. It'd be really totally slow good. shit, but it'd be good to have like yeah. just stuff on there. Um, 
So yeah. It's all irrelevant though because uh, it's not a, a Nintendo Switch, which. Uh, it's true. Yeah, which it's is true. My favorite system at the moment, mm-hmm. and it's about to get a new fucking game that I'm so fucking excited about. Uh, Splatoon Two is coming out uh, Friday on the 21st, but this past weekend, yesterday to be precise, Saturday, uh, they held their Splatfest, which is like for in the in Gross. the pro- in the proper game, it's their. Uh, <laughs> Like I, f- I forget with what regularity that they do it, but um, it's a tournament that they do. What? Keep going. Okay. Uh, where yeah, so they have they have a tournament like players pick sides. This time it was Team Ice Cream or Team Cake. Um, I was Team Ice Cream, and Team Ice Cream was the winner of the day. Good. Um, cause cake sucks. It, yeah, like my favorite kind of cake is ice cream cake. So yeah. what does that tell you? Same. Hey, can we take a quick aside here? What's the best Ben and Jerry's flavor? Americone Dream. Uh, um. Okay. So for a while, I was really into the like Jimmy Fallon flavor that had chocolate covered potato mm, chip clusters. The late night uh, snack. It was very good. It's um, okay. It wasn't Americone Dream, but it was fine. Whatever. Yeah. Brian, uh, do you have a out of this world? It's like what? brown sugar ice cream and like cinnamon cookie oh, swirls oh, and fudge. Out of this world. Oh okay. I see. Ha, ha, I see ha, ha. Uh, uh, team Ice Cream won. Yeah, Team Ice Cream did win, and it was glorious. Um, on the Ben and Jerry's, though, the, I just want to say the cores are underrated. The cores are very good. They're very good. Yeah, they're Brownie batter, good. very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's they're fucking awesome. Um, yes, yeah, so Splatoon, uh, if you don't know, is Nintendo's like attempt at a shooter, um, where you are a bunch of half squid, half kids. Um, running around this uh like these big maps and you're trying to cover as much of the area in like your team's uh color ink as you can uh and it also works as like dealing damage to enemies but like ultimately in the way like overwatch isn't about kills spot uh splatoon is largely about covering as much of the territory in your team's color as you can mm-hmm. um this game was really good and was like a like a cult favorite on the Wii U and like again like the problem with Splatoon 1 was only just because it was on the Wii U like Mario Kart 8 is the best Mario Kart like thankfully that came to Switch Splatoon was Nintendo's best new IP definitely since Pikmin but I would say even like beyond that like since the 90s um and like now it's finally coming to the Switch like a console that has a lot of like support has a pretty solid install base like people are really excited about it and uh there's actually gonna be Hopefully, like an online infrastructure that actually works, so you can actually play this competitive shooter online. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, I played a bit of the first one. I enjoyed it, but it, like I came to it late, and again, like it was really hard to get a decent game going, like with any kind yeah. of like stable connection on the Wii U. Um, so, being able to play it now, like I, I'm, I'm so excited. Like I kind of got a little bit tepid on it. Um, I, I was—I don't—I don't know what it was. I was just like, eh, I'm not feeling Splatoon. And then, like, thankfully, this came out, and it's like the reason why Very the Splatfest was super ingenious. It's just like a free download that's basically a demo for the game. Yeah. Um, and it can also work as like a stress test for their servers. Like, it's just incredibly smart on a bunch of different levels for Nintendo to do that. But now, like, having spent four hours on Saturday playing Splatoon, like, I'm just itching for Friday whenever I can get it and actually play the full version of the game. So. Um, 
Yeah. yeah so I'm, I'm was it super just another one of those weird Nintendo four-hour demos, though? Yeah. Uh, why so, do they do that? Because it works as a stress test. Like, you get a bunch of people playing all at one time. You get, you know, you find out if your servers are going to be able to handle it. You can, like, kind of see problems in it, do last-minute tweaks um, that are going to go in the day one update. That's sure to be there. Um, yeah. Like... I don't know, it, it makes sense, and for an online shooter, like, you want as many people playing at one time as po- as possible, so if it were all day, like, like my friend was like, I'm actually kind of bummed because I, like, the, the downside of it is, like, oh, I had plans, like, for most of the day, and, like, I would prefer if it were at night. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Like, yeah, like, I had a friend I really wanted to play with, but, um, yeah, she was like, yeah, like, I am, like, gonna be out of town until, like, 8 or 9 o'clock, and it ended at 7, so... Um, yeah, I, I get that, but it's it's smart on their end. Like, just have one kind of concise um, period of time to get like as many people playing. So, you, like, try to cut down time between matches so you're not waiting in a lobby forever. Um, yeah, j- try to create the optimal conditions for this demo to work. So, um, I did have a few uh, network issues, but um, mm-hmm. it was all like right towards the end. Um, I think that it, they might have gotten a bit extra stress on their on their end, but not entirely sure. I had a lot of fun though. I guess I just would wish they'd open it up for like at least twenty four hours and just incentivize like that four p.m. to seven p.m. like window or yeah, something. Yeah, like that's when you get something that will unlock in the main game when it comes out. Or, yeah, like I, yeah. Well, because once it, yeah once it was, was over, um, like there is a mode in the game where like you can just like go to maps and like um, I think it's called like scout. It's like scout mode, so you just go to the map. You can like go there without any timers or any uh, enemies, and like figure out the layout and like try to build like a strategy for it. Um, like even if that were available, like not during those windows, or if like a little like kind of training ground area was available, so like you could mm-hmm. at least kind of like get the feel, practice, you know, like movements, like try to hone in on like your. Uh, um, sensitivity on like the axes because and like the initial settings are wonky as hell and they like it does the thing where motion controls are tur- turned on to start with like you can turn them off no problem but um, like the tutorial you have to play with motion controls and it was hellish but once you get out of it you just turn it off and then the game's totally fine yeah um, it's actually like, good yeah like Breath of the Wild was the same way where uh, it wants you to aim with the gyroscope when you're using bow and arrows initially and it's yeah. makes and it, when you're not expecting it, it's so hard to fucking shoot whenever, yeah, um, that's on. But yeah, it's really good. I'm excited. It's five more days till that comes out, and I'm I'm just anxious for more. Are you also anxious for Kingdom Hearts three? Yes, I am. Did you guys watch that trailer that came out the other day? It's very good. Wow. Was it only like, Japanese? I just saw the Japanese yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. Japanese with English subs, but yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that those trailers are good, but they. I mean, I know, like, I, I've, that trailer actually, like, convinced me that maybe that game will be good, because, like, and that maybe it, it, will, it will be more fleshed out when it comes out, because the, mm-hmm. the earlier stuff we were seeing seemed, like, really empty to me, but still think that, like, showing combat over and over again, and for, like, extended periods of time in those games doesn't really do much for me. Well, like, well, well I, I just want to say that, like, it, like you're, you're fighting, a lot of the times it looks like the same enemies from the first two base games and every other Kingdom Hearts game that's come out in the last decade. Right. And the combat doesn't change much game to game and I, I think like showing what amounts to probably like in a five minute trailer two minutes of like the same hack and slash gameplay uh, 
doesn't do much for me. But so for a weird me, filter too was they threw me off at the beginning of the video. So, oh, yeah, I, that was I, bad. Oh, so yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You mean like the overlay with the text? Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, bad. That, that, was that was really bad. Um, like for me, after just like kind of doing this, like two or three week deep dive on Kingdom Hearts. Um, yeah. Like this game looks so much better. Um, my big problem mm-hmm. with those games is that the worlds are like just kind of broken down into these like really generic sections that you just kind of pass through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I wouldn't say this game looks like it has like an open world feel, but it definitely has a much like the game and level design seems way better because like in that Toy Story area, like you're fighting on the roof, and then Sora was like doing that thing where he jumps in the air and he kind of maintains his like vertical level off the ground as he's like going over the the slope of the roof and then like he ends up going so far off that like he's over the edge and he just drops down to like to like the driveway where there's more heartless and like continues the battle that way like yeah the level design is is way more dynamic than i've you know in this revisit that i just had like i've seen in any of those games like by a mile oh yeah um and like to me the combat looks a lot cooler like aside from like that like weird scene where he's like hopping from mech to mech to like just no, lay that, waste that was to the him. best part for me it was no, cool no was I, like, I loved that yeah. but like the enemy designs looked way cooler than like they've been like the like yeah. level of detail while also kind of keeping them that like really like bold um like geometric kind of style mm-hmm. like it, it looks really cool like yeah. the like there's weird new like uh, weapons like Sora picks up like a couple of uh, uh, I forget what it was called but like like meteor hammer I think it was like an enemy dropped like a hammer and he picks it up and starts using it to like do this really cool smashing attack like not unlike a hammer uh, smash bros mm-hmm. yeah um, and he picks up like this drill arm and starts doing these like like lunging drill attacks like like they're adding a lot to the combat um, and like and for me like the the combat in the series is so fresh to me that like I'm really noticing it and I'm just like okay like the this looks to solve like my minor gripes that I've had like when I was going back and playing these games like the combat's more dynamic the world's more open and it's more like smartly constructed and like I, I, I really like the way that um, they like made Sora, Donald, and Goofy into toys yeah was I was cute. actually thinking like that it was very cute and part of me was like Man, it would have been really cool if they went the like play arts Kai route and just made them like yeah. super, like super detailed, very articulated, mm-hmm. like overdone uh, action figures. Have you guys seen those before? Yeah, I think those no. are really cool. Um, oh, I'll send I it to you. oh what oh, like, oh these this. these are sick. I just googled them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like uh, they already have one for Sora, so why not just <laughs> just yeah. do it? No, yeah, I, anyway. I, I, I think this looks a lot better. Uh, it looks really yeah. cool. Um, and Sora's Toy Story Keyblade is a cactus with a little cowboy hat on it, and it's so fucking cute. Yeah, very good. Like I'm uh, like uh, so excited. That mecha stuff was pretty fucking wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so th- they're in a big toy store, and you know they're toy size. So like this toy store is huge, and then there's these big like probably like seven Heartless. foot tall mechs um, that like I couldn't tell if they were being piloted by Heartless, and then like Sora like just jumped in the cockpit and took over but yeah like they're, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff that you yeah. know like is changing the pace of Kingdom Hearts that look, look, like seemingly for the better um, I did see a few uh, like locations that are straight up pulled from other games like uh, 
I, I know because where I gave up on Chain of Memories was in a fight with uh, one of the Organization 13, the ice guy. Yeah. And it's like yeah. outside that gate. Like, yep, I, I recognize the gate. It's a frequent yeah. location in that game. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like they're still kind of, you know, they're. rehashing these environments <laughs> like yeah. they've always done. Um, you know, like if it fits in with the story, fine. That's that's fine. But I, I, I just like don't show me this in the trailer. Like yeah. show me Toy Story. Show me whatever worlds are going to show. Um, yeah, like show me Spider Man. No, they could have trimmed that trailer down quite a bit. And uh, it would have done the same, I think, but also not maybe shown some of those rehash locations or some of the like repetitive. I mean, the combat doesn't look repetitive, but like it, it, it sort of continued to show a lot of the same like things that you have seen in a lot of these trailers already. Yeah, um, that was sort of my complaint earlier too. It's just it's like I've seen this before. This is Kingdom Hearts, I know. Yeah. But, no, uh, it, uh, I'm, I'm just, it's so fresh in my mind that I, like, am seeing all these little details that are like, yeah. oh shit, that's new, like, but, yeah, on, on the surface it looks like more Kingdom Hearts, and if that's not your thing, this game probably won't be for you, no. um, but... Well, we'll find out when it comes out in 2018. My last thing is, I'm really curious oh. as to how uh, they are... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm just really interested segue. in how they're going to implement all of these, like, Disney roller coasters and rides they sort of like talked about a little bit like there are a couple like there, there's been a couple interviews where they've talked to uh, Disney or something has said about like oh yeah we want to sort of integrate this Disney land or world experience into the game too and so some of like Sora's special abilities is he's like riding on a train it's like taken yeah. straight out of the, the theme park and like right. it just makes me wonder man how much of a hand does Disney have in this especially because they're they are the powerhouse they are today is, is not what they were when the first one came out true yeah, I don't know. Um, speaking of Disneyland, try it again. Uh, um, <laughs> Star Wars Land officially has a name in Disneyland and Disney World. It's called Galaxy's Edge, and um, it actually kind of segues nice into what you're just talking about with like interactivity and like bringing elements of rides into the games. They're trying to purpose. like, yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm trying to look at the story. Yeah, so. Um, there's been this huge conference, and it's, it's the reason why we're talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 at all yeah. this week, called uh, D23. D23. Yeah. Yeah. So does that mean it's the... Is it always yeah. D23? It's always, or it's was always last D23. Year? D- I forget okay. why it's called that, but... Whatever. Um, a creative executive with Disney's Imagineering team uh, named Scott Trowbridge um, talked a lot about uh, Galaxy's Edge t- um, this weekend at D23. <laughs> And he's talking about how, like, more than just having rides, there's going to be a lot of, like, interactive elements to the park and how, like, people will be able to fly the Millennium Falcon somehow and they'll they'll earn galactic credits, which will let you, Mm. like, buy stuff and also it'll cause bounty hunters to come up to you and, like, try to talk to you and, like, try to get money from you and stuff. Um, It'll be interesting to see, like, one, how... Disneyland like incorporates new technologies for like a brand new part of the ride um, because like I don't know the last time they expanded or added a new section <laughs> of the park but like things have changed a lot since that last and time th- they did Cars Land like a year which is dope. Opened, like that's a year right. and a half ago that is really dope yeah I forgot about that 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 still feels like a section of California Adventure to me though and it doesn't necessarily feel like it'd be interesting to see like to compare the uh, not California Adventure is that what it's called the whole park Disney's California Adventure. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
I, I would like to see like the square footage or mileage of Cars <laughs> Land versus Star Wars Land because this feels like a much bigger undertaking to me. Well, you no, know, it's definitely a bigger undertaking, especially because this is going to be at like Disneyland, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's as much as I love California Adventure, like California Adventure is not Disneyland. Like, <laughs> like taking that much out of Disneyland proper, and yeah. like, and also Star Star Wars is the biggest intellectual property True. on earth. Like, yeah. Like, no matter how many Cars movies they want to make, like Cars is is not Star Wars, right? And that's the other thing. Like, it'd be interesting to, or I'm curious to see if they'll deliver on this promise of interactivity because if you walk through Cars Land. Every shop over there sells the same shit. It just has a different skin. Yeah. Um, and, like, you can't really do much in it except for buy stuff and, like, walk around. So, like, if they can deliver on this thing where, like, each person gets, like, a unique interactive experience. Um, and they're using words like immersive and... Uh, well, and people have know. been calling it, to, like, or comparing it to Westworld. Right. Which, yeah, I kind of hope that they can deliver. Yeah, Westworld turned out to be totally fine. It's a theme park. Yeah, yeah. right. Nothing um, wrong with there. I've only seen the first episode, but I think everything turned out okay. Yeah. So you uh, guys didn't go same. to the Dishonored party at PAX last year, did you? No. No. So yeah, like th- this reminds me of that where, um, like you got in. It, it was at in uh, Seattle the, was it the Museum of Modern Boats, or the Center for Modern Boats, something like that. It's oh this, yeah, that's this right. Big pier uh, uh, in South Lake Union. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they rented out the whole thing, like and a few oh, boats, huh. and uh, yeah, like it was supposed to be like set in Karnaka is that what it's called yeah the, uh, yeah I yeah think so. um the in like the city and dishonored and like there's people playing music people dressed up there's these big guards and gold masks that are like seven feet tall and built purely out of muscle um and like you had to go around there was like this kind of like puzzle like game element to this party and like I just remember like going on there being on the like getting onto these boats and like there's people like selling food that's you know supposed to be like similar to the food that you'd find in like the city in Dishonored and um like yeah like you had to like talk to the right people and like give them coins and that would get you access to clues that would lead you to other things and like you're supposed to fill out this thing or like get a certain amount of coins and then give them to uh the guards who were like guarding this like VIP boat um that like I, I still like I tried figuring out what the fuck was on that boat and I couldn't figure it out but like yeah like around this party like people were just like what the fuck's on this boat and like there are certain people that are getting on because like they played the game of, of this party that they had set up and it was really cool and so like for them to have a bunch of like, like I'm sure like no shame on Bethesda but they're not the like Disney Imagineer team um, I'm sure that Disney can pull off like having a bunch of like different storylines and pathways, especially in a environment that they built from scratch instead of adapting a pre-existing pier. Um, but like it, it reminds me of that, and that party was dope, and that was just done by Bethesda's marketing team, not by like Disney's fucking creative geniuses. So right. like I'm excited, and that's that's also for too. an IP that I don't care about, and I do care about <laughs> Star Wars a whole lot. Yeah. Disney's just does a really good job at like if you go to Disneyland like there is just something there that that's gonna like do its very best to make your day like yeah not really not really trying to like you know praise Disney for e- anything and everything but like there are just so many a- like aspects to it that like you know I, they're they're just gonna put a lot of heart into that that land that's it's gonna be good 
I, I feel yeah. like Disney parks are probably the area that you could like say that Disney does best or like most flawlessly. Yeah, um, I don't know. Have you had the food there? I've had the, good the, and have, bad. Food. Have you had good theme park food like ever? Um. So like no. on on is it, <laughs> is it Disney Street? Yeah. Like like there's decent stuff there. Like it's in the parks, like, it's park food, so it's over, you know overpriced. It's it's what a theme that's park my is. biggest. No, I, that, that's a bad excuse. I don't know. There's something about yeah. it. It's like if you're gonna pay that much at Disney Disneyland, like the happiest place on earth, you better get like good food. I mean, yeah, you have like, to pay more to get the good food. But I hear yeah. you saying like yeah. uh, other than the fact that they still use Song of the South for Splash Mountain, like. <laughs> like it's really hard to like fault Disney parks for like not delivering like like yeah. there's so much great about that even like old rides that they adapt and like you know they keep updating Pirates of the Caribbean to get rid of a lot of the gross shit in there and yeah yeah uh, like it's it's just one of the few things that like it, it really is just a place of like pure joy largely like, you know assuming that like you know you don't run into like screaming kids or get thrown up on by the sick toddler that was some for whatever reason like put on Space Mountain when he shouldn't have been yeah the best but, part of navigating Disneyland is like being with right. your best friends like or like in a very small group of people yeah um, Chris yeah. and I were talking a lot about how like like we were going like can you imagine if our families were with us we'd be like pulled in every single direction we wouldn't really be able to do what we want when we wanted to it'd be like I don't know I I, I really enjoyed I'm, just the two I'm excited of us to go to Disney around. World this, this November I've, and do that exactly I've only been once family I've only been once with like someone that I would consider like a really close friend. Mm-hmm. Like, like I actually like bumped into somebody that I went to high school with. Yeah. Like, and like I think it was it was like a year after high school, and just like just straight up like bumped into her, and then like I spent I was like, all right, family, like I legitimately Bumped. found somebody that I know, and so bye. Yeah. No, like it, it legitimately was like that voice sounds familiar, and I turned around, and it was my my friend Keila from high school. Nice. And in middle school, yeah, like I was like, oh shit, like I guess I'm hanging out with you, and I'm bumping it, with it, you, yeah, and it got and it was awesome. It was a lot of fun, um, but yeah, yeah, no, like it, it's cool. I'm I'm excited about it. It's it's one of those things that I don't know when I would be able to go to it because, like, it's not a well, thing. As soon that as it, it opens, it's gonna be it's like gonna be super a fucking packed nightmare. Yeah, oh my god, um, like the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride is has like six hour waits. Yeah. So the Star Wars land is going to be a nightmare. Which yeah. means that everything else at Star Wars or at Disneyland is going to be like empty. Kind of cool. Th- there we go. That's when um, we gonna finally go to Cars Land. Yep. Okay. We should all go. In twenty. We should all go. That'd be Let's fun, and then record a podcast on Space Mountain. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a really short podcast. Hyper Space Mountain. Right. We, we can do yes. it on the Matterhorn. I like the Matterhorn. That ride isn't great. It depends on which. Uh, on yeah, wh- I guess which, which side you're on. The Cars Ride is the best I, ride in in like Disney in California Adventure. Whoa, uh, the, yeah. Have I, you I, guess on I, it? I guess I haven't, but California Screaming is really good. The, uh, yeah, the Cars Ride has you like feel like you are competing with another like group of people on the ride, and it just yeah. it's very gamey, yeah. and I like it. Yeah, like I, I haven't been since like when I went last. I think Cars Land was in development. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, oh, 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 hold on. You know what else is in development? <laughs> Tell me. The follow-up to Sam Barlow's her story, uh, which is called 
a telling lies. transition. What? Hey. It's called <laughs> telling lies. You just told a lie, Brian. How do you feel about telling a lie? Um, uh, oh, if I have to be honest, I didn't actually play her story. Mikey, did you play her, her story? I did not. Whoa, okay, guys, like, uh, I don't like to over. I know, things. it was like Polygon's Game of the Year. It's actually, like, really good. Um, cool. Really interesting, I would say, like, the story... Ugh, I don't know. He's actually yeah. mad right now. No, you I'm actually I'm trying it, not but... to be, like, that guy that's like, what? You know, I just want you guys to experience it, because I think it's really unique. There aren't many games that do what this game does. He's pissed. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I'm livid. Oh, I just flipped my table and broke like, my new PC. The, the next time that uh, we're all together, it's probably going to be, like, me and Brian going over to do a live recording again, all in the same room, and we're just going to show up, and it's going to be Rhodes with a gun. Like, <laughs> all right. I, I, just want, I just want you guys to... Playing her story. I, I just want... I just want you guys to experience this game. Now sit down, shut the fuck up, and play her story. The game where the gun. I have to find a gun. Um, <laughs> do you guys so what do you want out game? of this game that her story didn't have? I guess that What's her story? Her story is a game where you play as a cop going through like old uh, video archives on a really crappy uh, computer. I think it's set in a certain, like an appropriate time period, so that you're dealing with like a really old operating system um and then you you the only way to uncover new clips to piece together this narrative about a crime is to search for words or search for phrases and then every time that that word pops up in the script of the video which can range from like 10 second clips to like (laughs) honestly like five minutes i think uh they'll show up and you um, can watch them and then you sort of like try to figure out how it fits chronologically and uh, it does some really interesting things with I don't know I just think that itself is uh, an interesting way to play a game where you're just tapping yeah. and watching and trying to piece together things on your own it's it's it was act like there's one actor um, I don't know it was just really inventive and then I, I guess that this will be a similar type game um, but it's going to be like a different story with more characters and locations according to him uh, yeah the, last year there were a lot of games that kind of did really like inventive stuff like between yeah. that with that kind of mechanic of like like it being like open oh natured and you right. know like it's That's, like primarily the game FMV. That- it's so open nature that this is the game that inspired that steam review or comment that was like how will i know when i'm satisfied with this game yeah um, uh, and then you had like quadrilateral cowboy, which like had you doing uh, I, I like play that game. super like yeah. basic coding, um, yeah. and then just through like VR naturally, there were a lot of like really new and inventive kind of things through there. And like this year's had a lot of really great games, but I can't think of anything like like even like PUBG like is using a pre-existing model. Um, <laughs> Zelda is great because it's like the peak version of like a lot of like open world concepts and immersive gameplay. Yeah. So like. Nothing like super unique, right. and not to sell that game short. Like it's probably my top three games of all time. But like, right. it's just that it does like a lot of pre-existing things like near perfect. Yeah, um, totally. So, like, yeah, like I, I, it's that's just a, a kind of weird thing. I was thinking of like like last year there were a lot of really cool like inventive games like doing new things, new ways, and like this year it's like like good storytelling and like 
good, like merging of mechanics or something like, like that. Mastering systems yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but yeah, nothing so far that's like kind of. I don't know. Like, we've had a lot of really great games this year, but um, I can already tell that like some of them are going to get forgotten pretty easily. Like, like yeah. Neo came out this year, but that's just like a formula that exists that did it very well. Yeah. And uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I know that we've talked about like if that came out earlier. Um, or even right Zelda now, or something. right now, right that'd now. probably be like, yeah, I, I feel like it'd be, be like because it just got completely like overwhelmed by Zelda. Yep. Um, like like now it might be like, oh, scratching that like open world game itch that um, Zelda gave you, and now that like Red Dead Revolvers next year, like that you could probably use. So yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. Other than Nintendo Switch stuff, like. Yeah, yeah, like and, and even then like I can't think of anything like really inventive coming to the Switch. Um to, just, to go just back to, to Brian's yeah. original question though, like Yeah, yeah. What about what I he wa- he wanted to know what I oh. wanted out of this that wasn't yeah. in her story. I think like I mean that premise of using uh like establishing and coming up with a list of phrases to come back to and like to cross reference and like Grace and I had a notepad out with all the phrases that we wanted to write and check. Um, like like the witness, which I, like I did that with a witness, and that came out yeah. last year too. Like a really cool right. inventive game. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. Um. The entire time I was playing it, I was like, "Oh, this is a really cool premise," and then I was like, "Well, wait a minute. What? Why are these videos in this archive, but not organized chronologically? Like there was just some issues I had with the conceit. Like even though that it was an appropriate time period where like the operating system was really bad and you couldn't search for things the way you'd search for things now." Mm-hmm. Like, I still sort of feel like these videos wouldn't be stored in the archive and then keyword tagged. Like, I think that they would just exist in a folder somewhere that you could watch whenever you want. It was just a weird thing. And, like, it, yeah. the game wouldn't be what it is without that. But I think that... I mean, that's just a problem with games, I guess. But, like, it'd be nice if this game kind of had a little bit more, like, watertight foundation. Um that I wouldn't have to like that I could suspend my disbelief entirely. I don't know. Right. Cool. Yeah, that's um, it. But like in other in terms of other like narrative or gameplay stuff, I don't know what else I'd want. Like I don't know if this will play similarly. I don't know if this will uh like you know, he says it's a political thriller instead of a true crime mystery. So like I've no idea what to expect. Um which is a good feeling, I think. Good. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it kind of takes like kind of like what a way out's doing with brothers where like it's kind of taking that next step right but not like totally like replicating what made like brothers interesting it's like no it's another like co-op game but instead it's like asymmetrical persistent Mm co-op and uh like yeah if they kind of did something similar like i don't know what that like next logical step is like that's part of why a way out's so genius it's like of course that's where you take it. I never would have thought of that, but like, of course that's the natural next step. And so hopefully the developer can figure out what that is for her story. Yeah. And yeah, like, cause I, I think changing the scenario like that to something that's a little bit, I don't want to say like bolder, but I feel like it has a lot more potential. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, that can be cool. I feel like that could go a number of different ways and hopefully it ends up being really good. Mm hmm. Let's uh, move into what we've been playing this week. Um, yeah. Brian, you've been playing World of Warcraft. Uh, yeah. The current 
patch is 7.2.5. The mm. a new raid was opened a couple weeks ago. Good My year. My friends are all back to playing. The lore is really good. Uh, and no one cares. <laughs> I care. Okay. What, what, so what, what changes in these uh, in these pa- or patches? Uh, oftentimes they're like like character rebalances in significant ways. People mm-hmm. will gain or lose abilities. Uh, they will they will like it's similar to like how in Overwatch you know they'll they'll update characters and change damage or like Roadhog's hook or something. Kelsey's mm-hmm. dying in PUBG right now. <laughs> um, and so what's really cool about like the the stuff in World of Warcraft is they just like. Add new abilities in, in like raids, and so my friends and I do a lot of raiding. Well, we don't do a lot yet, but we're, we're yeah. working on it. And I'm gonna be a tank. Nice tank. The big Fun street stuff. boy. Good girl. girl. She's a girl. Oh. Wow. She looks I was talking about you. I wasn't talking about your wild character. <laughs> You're a good oh. sturdy boy, Brian. Sure. Um, uh. Yeah. What are you well, guys playing? This is more interesting to me. I played a little bit of PUBG my first few rounds since I since my chicken dinner. I took a little bit of yeah. time off since I felt like that weight lifted from my shoulders. Where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't need to be like every moment obsessed with PUBG now that I like finally got over that hill once. And um, yeah, so I did played a few games since then. Um, played Splatoon in the Splatfest, and I've been mostly catching up on TV lately. Um, in movies, and I watched the Castlevania series uh, Mm -hmm. all in, like, one sitting, and it's really fucking good. Like, my my complaint about it is that it's only four episodes. I think eight more are are in development. Yes, they are. Wow. But it's, like... Yeah. Yeah, it it definitely feels like the first arc of a story, and so, like, calling it a season, I feel like, is a little bit... Like shaky and even then like if if you think of it as like oh it's four episodes it's basically like just a movie but I don't feel like it it wasn't set up well enough to like be the end of a movie and like to lead into a part two of a trilogy like like everything like as like individual pieces was really super fucking awesome but Mm -hmm. just like kind of where it left you off and and, like the way it kind of climaxed it was a little underwhelming but yeah. but overall, like super great. It's yeah, like four, like twenty five minute episodes. Like really good. No. 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 Um, and you already talked about Splatoon, but yeah, I guess I could talk a little bit about my first. I think I've played like five solo rounds of PUBG, and that's it. Uh, finally. Yep. Yeah. Within those five, I've made it to the top ten twice, and it's mostly just been through like kind of staying near the edge of the circle, working my way my way in, and like hanging out and i finally got one kill uh, i see that mikey just logged on to steam probably to check my stats uh you, <laughs> you are on the ball yeah um <laughs> but i really like it and you know i we've talked a lot about it but like it's fun to take the lessons that i've learned from watching other people play a lot and to sort of try to incorporate them into my own style i will say i am having a significantly harder time uh, learning how to play with a mouse and keyboard than I thought I would. Yeah, that that was my that was my big Babies. hurdle. Like, like yeah. honestly, your KD is probably what mine was in my first yeah. six rounds. So what is it? I don't even know. You have one kill, <laughs> so yeah. your your KD is point one seven. Uh-huh. You'll get it up there. Yeah, no, I'm not like worried about that. Uh, much. Need- I, 
need I, to go on some runs where you try to take out some AFK players. You, you can easily get like two or three shooting that. Just to wait until the very end. Yeah. Of uh, the flight. I mean, yeah. There's, there's um, probably going to be two other people trying to do it, but uh, mm-hmm. at, at this point, like you might be better off in a punching battle than a firefight. No offense, but yeah. No, no, you're you're probably right. It's you know it's a combination of trying to figure out how to like tweak the mouse settings and and like knowing yeah, which buttons to press. Finding for the right sensitivity, the uh, right yeah. DPI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you, when you play solo, do you, are you excited or are you like feeling anxiety? Like how, how does that, how is that <laughs> for you? Cause I just, I, I, it's mostly anxious just cause I don't, yeah. I, I can't help but think about like if I run into someone and fuck up that like <laughs> they're going to think I'm an idiot, but mostly they're probably all thinking the same thing, right? Where like yeah. they're, they're satisfied that they finally got a kill or, or whatever. I have no idea who is on the other side of these things. Um, it's mostly anxious cause like. I was running to a small little plot of land of houses or whatever and then the red zone started and I was trying to run inside and then like an explosion went off right next to me and I must have just been outside of its area of effect and I didn't get uh-huh. hit but it was still loud and like right in my face you know yeah. um, and that like made me jump uh, like I thought I'd messed up somehow <laughs> uh, so it's it's mostly just like a timid anxiety as I try yeah. to navigate through the world and like learn how it works you know yeah i mean i just cool, have, like heard stories of people who just like hide you know like you hide in the bathroom because it's just like fuck man it's too terrifying yeah, yeah. but um, um i've for adopted you. the like the way that austin and patrick play now where they've made realizations where it's like you know we've, <laughs> we used to spend 30 minutes picking up loot and then dying as soon as we got into a combat scenario and now they're not afraid to like hunt for people or like engage people so I'm going to try to like go in with that mindset from the beginning and not necessarily worry about stats and just try to get into combat scenarios where like I get familiar with um, the weapons and stuff. Yeah, no, I was, talking, I was talking to my roommate about it. And, like, it's interesting how that series be- was entertaining initially because they're both kind of just doofuses running around and like mm-hmm. they were like... <gasps> they were like offsetting how bad they were with like a comedic like role-playing storyline yeah. of like dad and son. And right. n- now that series is really interesting because they're like serious about getting chicken dinner, and they actually have like skills yeah, they, and strategies. They, <laughs> they hardly do the whole crowbar and sickle dad and son thing anymore. It's pretty. Yeah, like, pretty they, funny. they reference it, but yeah, um, like yeah, no, like they're much more honed in and like trying to yeah. fucking win battlegrounds. So when you guys watch, you watch people like Austin and Patrick or the Polygon folks, right? You don't, do you go outside of that much and try to watch like pro streamers or people who are like really, really good at the game? I can never find a streamer that like I say, oh man, I, this, this person is for me. This is my yeah, streamer. Same. same. Yeah, like, I, I've seen a few, uh, I think it's Jack Frags. I, I forget what it was. I think it was like, um, that was like the first zombie mode video mm-hmm. that I watched. Like whenever it was just like zombie mode, Battlegrounds, what? Yeah. Um, and I think that was just the first one that popped up, and so now YouTube keeps recommending his videos, and like every once in a while, like a tag will catch me. It's like, oh, like they're playing in like, like the like ultra ultra high settings, like 4K, like what this game looks like, and they turned off all of the uh, um, the, the HUD displays, mm-hmm. and so it's and like and it was just playing first person. And I think it was like called like. PUBG real life something like that and it's like that game is actually like super fucking gorgeous and yeah whenever you like you kind of remove the gamey elements like it really like amplifies like the brutality of that game it's fucking intense yeah. um yeah. but yeah like, I was, I was, um yeah, the, oh, the only other streamers I've found like 
occasionally when like Steve Gainer will play it or Will Smith oh, yeah. who plays with Waypoint, yeah. like I'll watch them. Um, and your gamers are really entertaining too. Like they, yeah, I just try to I, I try to watch for entertainment value more than I do for like learning or like for skill. Like I'd yeah. much rather watch people goof around and like oh, totally get better. Than the your gamer team fucking kills each other all the time. Oh, nice. <laughs> like just, just randomly, it'll be like one of them pops around into somebody else, like motherfucker, and just turn around yeah. and just blast each other and like. That's like fun. two other people on the like on the team were just like, God damn it, they did it again. <laughs> um, and they did a a not a stream but like a let's play video where um, they like did split their team of their like video team of four people into two duos mm-hmm. and like tried like getting in at the same time and like found each other and like the whole premise of the game was like they were going to try to find each other on the map, um, which they did at one point. Um, it was really cool. I would suggest that one. That one's actually like, like I, I like when they start streamers start adapting kind of stuff. Like, like Office Squad's doing a really good job of like adding extra elements to yeah. it, where it's not just like, oh, we're just playing Battlegrounds. We're like the doing Battlegrounds um, and trivia. Yeah, Battlegrounds yeah, and trivia yeah. was so fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, like Eurogamer is the other one that I found that I really like, but that should come cool. as no surprise to you guys. Yeah. Little, <laughs> um, Anglophile over here. Yeah, um, I don't know, guys. I think we did it. Anything else? I think we did. Uh, I really want to play Dark Souls again. I've been watching Prepare to Try from IGN UK, and it's that series is really fucking good. Prepare um, to Yeah, Brian, you're t- like in your top ten most played. I think it's in your top five most played. Is nice. Dark Souls. In mine, really? Yeah. yeah. How much time did you get in that bad boy? Uh, a lot of time. Let's you spent see. a lot of, to to not like the game. You played forty three hours. Yeah, and how far did you get? Wow, do you remember the area that uh, you were? I stopped on the the dual boss fight with like the big dude and like the really fast like tiny guy. Oh, um, uh, Unchi and Smoke. Y- yeah, they and, sucked. Uh, I. <laughs> yeah, no, th- those guys are. Yeah, th- those guys are <laughs> tough. That did it for um, me, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's currently your top eighth. seven. Yeah, it's eighth. Oh, yeah, right. I can't count. No, anyway, self-conscious um, over here. Yeah. Uh, and the number one game is some anime dating simulator, I guess. Yeah, weird. I'm, I'm spent missing like some so anime what? Boots. So what? So what? Hundred hours Kid. in it. That's a lot of time. What's your problem? Uh, nothing, dude. You do you. Live your truth. Chase your bliss. You have um, more time on H1Z1 than you do Battlegrounds. Uh, yeah, I played a lot of H1Z1 prior to the Battle Royale with my friends. That oh, was also a time, time in my life called Unemployed. Ah. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah, you've only got 17 hours on Battlegrounds. I only have one and a half. Anyway. Yeah. Thank cool. you all for How listening to fans of the genre. Um, it's a good show. And if you Very think so, show. rate us on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Uh, send us emails at info at infinitedogs.com. I'm on Twitter at Rhodes Clark. Mikey, where can people find you? On Twitter at Mikey Creeker. Brian? Brian T. Swanson. Thank you to John Bash for composing original music for us. Uh, you can find more at johnbash.com. Fans of the Genre publishes every Monday uh, right before you wake up. So it'll be there. It'll be there. Waiting in your phone. Get yourself a Ben and Jerry's this week. Slid into your DMs. Um, yeah, Ben and Jerry's is good. So is Molly Moons. If you're in Seattle, I like that place. It's pretty good. Little, little. Yeah, I wanted Redmond. It's it's okay. beca- it's okay. become Voodoo Donuts. Okay. Mm, 
hold on. Voodoo Donuts actively is bad. It's, 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 it's is not good. actively bad. It's just not good. No, it's it's not worth, donut I've had it's not worth the giant fucking line, but it's not bad. Like in wow. the same way that I think Molly Moon is like isn't worth the giant fucking line that's been there all summer. Well. Okay. Yeah, it's it is what Brian, it is. Brian, are you going to ask us another question? No, I just want oh, okay. my Austin Walker. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, thanks mm. for listening. We'll see you next week. Mm. See ya. Bye. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Peace. Mm. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs>